a lot of people like to say, you know, I'm trying to find who I am. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. You know, you go you go live your life and you try to find who you are, try to find the things that you like to do. But in reality, you already know who you are, especially in our Pacific Islander culture. You know who you are because of how, I guess, enriching our culture is, you know, back in the island. Hey, yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Super Deep Podcast, where we dive super deep into different topics. And as always, I'm your host, Star Sua. And today it's just me. So it, it probably is going to be probably a, uh, bleh. I'm over here freaking messing up on my words because, yeah, it's probably going to be just a short episode. But we are going to dive into something that's probably relatable to a lot of people. Um, as you guys know, I'm living in the mainland now aka the united states and um i'm currently in arizona uh, so i'm going to talk about you know me um my life and you know why i moved to the mainland why i decided to stay in the mainland too um so we're going to talk a little bit about that and um yeah so we are going to get this started so this is what episode is it this is episode 28 can, I, I freaking can't believe we are 28 episodes in and so far it's been a, a great journey. Um, but yeah, speaking of a journey, before I get started with the journey, if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching on YouTube. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification button so that you don't miss any episodes. I know I've said in the past that we air every episode every Wednesday. Some weeks we have been inconsistent, but you know, life gets in the way. And, you know, you just take the punches as they come. You know what I mean? You bob and weave, bob and weave. That's, that's all you can do. You know what I mean? Take the, take the punches, adjust, and uh, we keep it pushing forward. That's all we got to do. That's all you can do is just keep moving forward, right? Um, if you guys are on Spotify, I hey, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. And it's also video. So if you guys are watching, thank you for watching. If you guys hadn't already, please follow the podcast and rate the podcast if you guys can. You want to help us out, definitely make sure you share it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, appreciate you guys coming through and listening and we're going to get this episode started. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is probably just a little bit of, you know, my up, eh, just a little bit of my upbringing. Uh, as you guys know, if you guys watched like the very first episode of my podcast, uh, I talked a lot about my life. I was going to say a little, but I talked a lot about my life and, you know, my upbringing you know, in, in a Polynesian or Pacific Islander uh, household. Um, as you guys know, I am of Samoan descent. However, I was born and raised in uh, the beautiful islands of Hawaii, specifically on the island of Oahu, um, in my hometown, Kalihi. I rep Kalihi and I moved around, you know, Waipahu, Milani, where else did I live? Different houses in Kalihi, uh, Ever Beach, Ever Beach Banga. Just kidding, just kidding. I'm not a, I'm not a banger of some, you know, of any sorts. Not a banger at all. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I grew up on the islands of uh, Hawaii, and um, to be honest, you know, there, there is really no difference in any Pacific Islander culture because a lot of our cultures, actually, all of our cultures, we all derive from the same place, and you know, a lot of people forget that. You know, we, 
you know, we, we, we are all the same people, whether or not we're Hawaiian, Samoan, Tongan, Fijian, Marshallese, you know, the whole, all the islands in the Pacific ocean, we are all connected, uh, in some sort of, you know, some sort of way, any shape or form. Right. And, you know, we, we, we can't forget that, you know, cause uh, a lot of times, you know, you know, back in the days there, there was, uh, uh I guess a, a thing between Tongans and Samoans where I, I have no clue why, you know, they hated each other. I mean, you know, everyone's going to have their differences, but at the end of the day, they got to remember that we are the same people. So my upbringing in Hawaii, uh, it was, it was definitely, you know, not much of a, a, a difference, you know, you know, obviously in Hawaii, it is the Hawaiian culture, but I am, uh, Samoan. And, you know, my household, we was raised in a Samoan culture, but at the same time we were, you know, it's heavily influenced from, you know, a, a different island, obviously, you know, and, and on top of that being a part of the United States. So yeah, I really, I really appreciated, you know, my upbringing in, in my culture and, and also, you know, different cultures merging into that upbringing. Um, it really taught me a lot about, you know, uh, um, uh, pride, uh, humbleness, uh, um, what else? Uh, uh, dedication, motivation, you know, faith, you know, that was, uh, a lot had to do with, uh, with faith in, in, in my upbringing, as far as, you know, going to church, you know, believing in God and believing that God has a purpose for everybody. Cause you know, to be honest, God had literally has a purpose for everybody and it don't matter if, you know, times are hard or, or, or you get knocked down or there, there, there are times where you really just don't think that you're going to make it believe me and trust me and have trust in him that there is a purpose behind every single thing that happens to you in life no matter how devastating it is and it's and it's a tough pill to swallow but you really got to dig down deep and, and and you know i like to tell people you know find your why you know the reason that you're living the reason that you are alive you know find your why and and use that as uh I guess as a booster to keep pushing forward because, you know, let's just say, for example, you know, a family member has passed on and, you know, as traumatic as that is, you know, if, if you guys are religious like me, you know, you gotta, you gotta know that, you know, even though he has passed on or that person has passed on in this lifetime, you know, that doesn't mean he goes, that person goes nowhere. He literally is going up to heaven, you know, where we are all going to be at the end of the day, right? You know, and I, I'm sorry that I had to go all religious on you guys. You know, maybe some of you guys that, that's listening are not religious at all, but you know, that's just my belief. But at the end of the day, regardless if you believe in Jesus and God or, you know, or religious, there is a purpose to your life. You know, we were brought to this earth, earth. Oh my gosh. We were brought to this earth for a reason. And, you know, it's up to you to, 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 to find that reason, you know, to keep pushing forward because every life is precious. Every life has a purpose, right? So, you know, that's, that had to do, you know, that thing that I, you know, kind of went on a rant about, you know, I had to do a lot with my upbringing and it's really, it's really helped me, you know, push forward in my life, me and my wife's life, you know, through, through some hard times and, you know, still a lot of challenging times to this day. but the reason why I'm still here is because of how I was, how I was brought up in our Pacific Islander culture, you know, as much as, 
a lot of people like to say that you know there is kind of a downfall of our upbringing about you know uh, uh teaching us men specifically you know to be strong you know famalosi which means you know be strong in our culture you know where we're we're seen as you know the the i guess the man of the house or the strong one or the ones that you know puts um our family on top of our shoulders and you know make it through the finish line that's just the way it is you know we're we're a man we're supposed to be seen as strong we're supposed to be seen as ones ones that 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 could get our families or you know anybody our family friends or people that are are you know involved in our life through the tough times and at the same time it is i can understand that it is a lot a lot to take in because that's a lot for one person to take on but at the same time you know we were raised in that culture to where we are able to do that you know and 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 if it takes a toll on our mental or emotional we are, we have that support system behind our families uh the support system behind our, our faith and our friends to be able to to get over that so as much as it is such a tough thing you know i think you know each and every one of us are able to get through it um but you know that's just a little bit you know about you know my upbringing you know and why why i'm still able to you know do these things uh you know this podcast or streaming or or working out or or you know working a job you know something simple too right you know, I, I just wanted to give you guys uh, a little bit of why, you know, why I'm still doing the things that I'm doing, why I'm still breathing, why I'm still, you know, pushing myself every day, no matter if it's with work or with at home life or, you know, personal uh, internally. And to tie that back into, you know, uh, me living away from home in the mainland in Arizona, you know, it's it's really helped me, I guess, uh, through all the tough times of me missing home, you know missing family you know we i mean yes i do have family out here in the mainland but it's uh it's it's not the same if you are not living with the family that you grew up with you know family is everything in our especially in our pacific islander culture family is everything literally everything you do everything for your family uh being able to remember my upbringing remember those uh, uh those lessons um uh, learned um, from all the uh, trials and tribulations, you know, has, has really helped me uh, throughout this journey that I've, you know, I guess the past four years up in the mainland, which is me and my wife. I, I'm really glad that I was able to go through some of those, uh, uh, not some, but go through those, um, I guess, lessons, you know, from family members and, and coaches and friends and, you know, just the whole upbringing in the island of Hawaii, you know, with the the Pacific Islander culture, right? You know, to talk about, you know, the reason why I moved to the mainland and um a lot of uh, a lot of Polynesians or Samoans can relate to this, you know, as much as we love our island, uh the island of Samoa or or Hawaii, you know, I'm there's there's I guess there's that thing, you know, I think we talked about this on previous episodes when uh, I had a guest or whatever, you know, the only way to well, maybe not the only way, but the most common way to get off the island to 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 uh, I guess start your your life uh, to to be able to to be successful in life was you know either through sports or through the military, and you know 
those may not be like the most maybe some people may agree uh um may agree that that might be not not be the best i guess way to try to be successful because you know if you look at sports there's really only a very very small percentage of of just people in general not even just within our culture just people all over the world that you know try to go to sports route there's a small percentage that you actually make it and then when you actually make it there's another small percentage of you actually staying in that career field to be able to you know i guess provide for yourself and your family right so that was definitely you know the sports route is definitely a really big hurdle to to get over to to be able to i guess you could say be successful right and so when that doesn't work right you know a lot of our uh polynesian kids um they turn to the military because the military is you know we what we was told was the military was a stable career field financially uh, especially financially right you know to for your future and all that stuff and you know opportunities to i guess travel and all that stuff so military was was an option and you know i went i went to school route you know i played college football i went um went to college into two different colleges and I tried to go that route, but you know, that didn't work out and ended up moving back home to Hawaii and started working jobs. And as you guys know, man, working in Hawaii, man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's definitely tough. And one of the biggest reasons why is because of the cost of living. We all know that the cost of living is way too high for uh, Hawaii. And I mean, it's understandable why. You know, a lot of things are expensive in Hawaii is because, you know, a lot of things are imported in from, you know, different countries or from America, um, you know, and, and it costs a lot of money to do that. So, which is understandable, but at the same time, man, like it's, I guess it's unlivable if you want to, you know, put it into simple terms. But, and, and when I say unlivable is, is because when you have such high cost of living, there's, there's got to be a matching uh, uh, I guess uh, a matching living livable wage, and you know when I say livable wage, meaning uh, uh, the minimum wage for you know working jobs and all that stuff. Like our minimum wage is, I think, is way too low, way too low. You know, like one person, somebody can have one job, you know, that's maybe eighteen dollars an hour, and still cannot afford. Let me say that one more time: eighteen dollars an hour, and still cannot afford a studio by their self. Like, how is that? I can't even, I can't even put that into words. One person, an adult working a pretty decent job, $18 an hour is pretty decent. You know, I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying it's the lowest, but it's pretty decent. People in the mainland can live off of $18 an hour in a studio. Certain places, you know, a lot of places, but certain places are high cost of living. But what I'm, you know, the whole point is, how can one person have one job and not be able to afford a simple roof over their head or a simple place where they can sleep? You know, it's, it's freaking mind blowing. It's really, really crazy to think about it. You know, and I, and I talk about this a lot with a lot of my, you know, friends that are from Hawaii or a lot of my cousins, my siblings, we talk about it a lot, man. You know, I have my, my siblings that, you know, they tell me all the time, man, like, Hey, I got to get a different job or I got to get another job, you know? Um, and, and they're living with, you know, our parents, you know what I mean? So now you got, you know, you got multiple people in the house, you know, and, you know, I'm not trying to put my family on blast, but this is like majority of every family in Hawaii 
like you have multiple family homes or you have you know pretty much the whole family living together in one household and they still not necessarily can't afford it but they still are living you know paycheck to paycheck obviously that says something right especially for the local people in hawaii like it's it, it something's really got to change something's really got to you know help people stay in their home you know what i mean like everybody i think i think i saw a study out there that there is about 75% of no not 70 there's about 35% of people are moving to Hawaii that's not from there that are moving to Hawaii and then like 75% of local people moving out of Hawaii that's mind blowing like there's obviously a reason why people are moving out of you know their homeland because it's too expensive and the pay wage does not help so that's what I did, right? That's what I did. You know, I joined the military because, you know, I wanted to, you know, now that I was married, uh, well, I still am married, but when, when I got married, I was thinking of like, you know, how am I going to take care of me and my wife? Because that's my family now. How am I going to take care of me and my wife living, you know, with the rest of my family? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my family. I love living with them. You know, that's one thing that I miss about home is being with my siblings, being with my parents and my cousins, you know, seeing them every day. That's, you know, that's your family. That's, that's your, that's my blood. So I miss it. But me and my wife, that she is my family now. She is like my priority. So how am I going to, you know, support my wife? How am I going to put a roof over my wife? You know, and how am I going to do that if I'm still living with the rest of my family? Like, it's not that I'm dependent on my family, but I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but it's just that image of, you know, the outside looking in and like, hey, man, this, these guys, this guy is married and, and he's still living with his parents. And again, nothing wrong with that, but it's just, I guess me emotionally and mentally, it just, you know, proves to my, you know, prove to myself that I'm able to take care of my family. So, you know, I joined the military. And, you know, we moved out to Arizona. I got stationed in Arizona. And in the, in the beginning, it was, it was definitely tough. Uh, definitely tough because, you know, like I said, you know, with our Pacific Islander culture, you know, we are very family oriented. So, you know, being away from my, my immediate family, which is my parents and my siblings and, you know, all my cousins and stuff, like it was definitely hard. And it wasn't just hard on me. It was hard on my, my wife too, because she grew up in the same situation where it was, you know, she's seen her siblings, her cousins, her aunts, uncles, her parents, literally every day. And for us to move into the mainland and, you know, be on our own, it's, it's definitely, it was definitely a challenge. And it was definitely something that me and her had to, you know, come together, uh, uh, pull our, pull our, our strengths together, our faith together to, to be able to move forward, you know, together as a couple, you know, as a married couple, right? To me, I think that has really made us, I guess, stronger within our relationship between me and her. Being able to overcome this, uh, this, this challenge, this one challenge in our life, right? You know, being able to overcome that has, has really pulled us together closer and, and really appreciate each other more. And, uh, cause you know, seeing each other struggle, uh, seeing each other, you know, go through 
you know, uh, uh, challenges emotionally has really, you know, brought us together uh, a lot more, which is, uh, you know, I really appreciate that. And, you know, that's just, you know, that's one of the, I guess, one of the lessons that, you know, I've learned throughout this process of living away from home is, is being able to, I guess, move forward in, in my life with, you know, my, my spouse or my, my other half. Right. And, and I'm, I, I could say the same for her. So was it tough? Yeah, definitely. Was it exciting? Yeah, it's exciting in a way to where like, you know, now that we've gotten over this hump, you know, there's, you know, open up different, um, I guess, different doors to more opportunities of what we are capable of doing, what we are able to do. You know, a lot of those things that, you know, people put on their bucket list, you know, we, we know that we could do that now, you know, we, we, we don't have to worry about, I guess, financial stuff. I mean, financial troubles are, or financial, uh, um, yeah, troubles are always going to be there because, you know, emergencies are going to come up or whatever, but being able to make those decisions, you know, with, you know, with each other and, you know, being able to, to do things in our life that we want to do together, I guess an accomplishment, you know, in my, my, my eyes. Right. So I think, uh, you know, moving to the mainland, you know, where it's here in Arizona, it's definitely a lot cheaper, cheaper cost of living, you know, uh, um, what is that called? The, the minimum wage is just about the same, maybe a little bit more, a couple bucks more than, than Hawaii. You know, it's able, we, we are able to do more things that we would want to do compared to if we were still in Hawaii, you know, and it, and it sucks to say that. So, you know, when we, when we decided to, you know, I, I got out the military and, you know, we were, we were talking between me and her, like, you know, do we move back home? And that was the, that was the question, right? That was, that was like the million dollar question. Do we move back home? Because obviously we want to be with our family again. And obviously, you know, the, the whole reason behind us moving to the mainland was because of the military. You can't, you know, tell the military to, Hey, station me back home in Hawaii. Like, if not, I'm out. doesn't work that way, sadly, or, you know, <laughs> but when we sat down and we were talking about what do we do now? Like, do we move back? You know, what, what's going to happen if we move back? or what's going to happen if we don't move back and you know we weighed the pros and cons and you know ultimately we decided to stay in Arizona and I think actually not I think I know I know for a fact that that was such a hard pill to swallow between me and her it hurt us so much to come to a final decision of staying here in Arizona because obviously you know our family is our family that's that's our blood that's our everything you know besides me and her they are our everything and you know with our parents getting up in age and family members getting sick and you know you know that's that's just that's just what comes with age you know so with our family our parents getting up in age you know we feel more inclined to move back to be to be able to just be there for them you know because obviously hawaii is across the ocean and we're in arizona and it's not a cheap ticket to go back home. So that was like one of the biggest reasons why we were like, hey, we need to move back home. It'll be better so that we can be there for our parents. We can be there for our siblings or whatever. Or we can be there for any one of our family members, you know, whenever they need it. You know, it's hard to do that when you are literally across the water. 
you know what I mean, across the ocean. It was it was definitely heartbreaking for us to really come to that decision of, you know what, as much as we love our family and they are some of the most uh, important people in our lives, when it comes down to it, we are our, our family right now. Me and my wife, we are each other's family. You know, after we, we put those rings on, after we made those vows and, you know, under God and stuff, like, that is our family now. And, you know, what we was taught, you know, in our upbringings, in, in our faith, in, in, in the, the Catholic Church, right? The most important people is, you know, besides God and Jesus, right, is your, your family. And because we got married, that's, this is our family now. And it's, it's, it's tough to say that because our parents is our family. Our siblings is our family. But at the same time, you know, because we made that connection, you know, under God, like we are our family now. Like, I hate saying this because, <laughs> because it's like, it's like I'm putting my family aside. I'm like, no, I'm not putting my, my parents, my siblings aside. It's just when I make decisions, it's going to be for me and my wife right now. Like, I don't, you know, I, I might get some heat for it, but if you really, if you really think about it, you know, when, when I make that vow to that person, that is my person now. You know what I mean? That is, you know, growing up, obviously, you know, my mom was my first love, right? And that's, that's how it should be, right? You, you know, your mom is your first love, you know, at least for, for boys, right? And, but, um, I mean, that's the reason why, like, you know, when, when a girl gets married, the dad is the one giving her away because it's like i'm her first love but now i'm giving her to you and you guys are you know what i mean that's you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> so so we made that decision based off of what's best for me and her you know like why move home and struggle you know because of the cost of living and the pay wage you know yes we'll be there for our family members for our parents and our siblings and stuff but how much of a help are we going to be if we are struggling ourselves? So it, it, it goes back to, uh, it goes back to what I learned, you know, in therapy is like, I really have to take care of myself because, you know, growing up, I've always looked out for my family. I've always, you know, done things for them in, in turn, like if I'm not taking care of myself, how am I going to take care of them? Right. And so it really came down to that. Like, was that the best, is that the best decision for us moving back home? you know, going into a situation where they are already in. So now why, why are we going to go and do that and struggle with them? You know, when we're there to try to help them, but we can't even help them because we can't even help ourselves. So, you know, being, being here in Arizona, being, you know, here in the mainland where it's not as high of a cost of living as, as low of a, of a pay wage, we're able to take care of ourselves so that whenever we can, we could fly back home uh, or send money or whatever it may be, be able to help our families from afar. I think that was, you know, a better decision uh, and, and kind of a big reason why we ended up staying here in Arizona. The other, the other reason why we stayed up here in Arizona is because, you know, we've, we have family up here, you know, that did the same thing, was moved away from, from the islands and, you know, made a life out here. So we have family out here too that, you know, we've gotten close to, even though we didn't grow up uh, with them, we've gotten super close to them. And, you know, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, our family away from family basically, which 
I guess when I say alalao, it doesn't make sense because they're just our family. <laughs> but um, you guys understand what I'm trying to say. But you know, we've 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 slowly built, I guess, a life here. You know, we are trying to have kids. You know, hopefully one day, you know, you know, in God's timing, we'll we'll definitely have a kid, a son or a daughter. But we built a life out here, and and I am. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy where we're at. You know, we, we still have our struggles. We still have our, you know, times of challenges and stuff like that. But who doesn't have that? You know, this, this world is a brutal place. You know, I've said that multiple times on different episodes. This world is such a brutal place that all we can do is keep trotting forward, you know, keep trying forward, take one step at a time. That's, you know, that, that was our decision, you know, coming home. I mean, coming home, uh, staying here in arizona moving away from the islands and um yeah like i said it was definitely a hard pill to swallow um but at the same time i think it was a a good decision to stay out here you know definitely a culture shock you know i'm gonna touch up a little bit on the culture shock uh i know we are 30 minutes in but uh we gonna keep talking about it you know a big culture shock because you know if you guys grew up in hawaii uh you know we have our upbringings we have our way of life over there you know with the pacific islander culture you know compared to the mainland culture where there is so many different cultures out there you know uh, uh, african-americans mexicans asians and uh, um, uh, caucasians there's, there's so many different cultures out there that you know it, it was definitely different um i think the the biggest difference in i guess the culture shock or whatever was the language you know we talk very differently differently oh my gosh i can't even talk right now but we talk very differently in the islands you know we have our slang we have our our own you know language uh which is uh, what samoan or hawaiian um to where you know up here in the united states in the states right it's you know majority english and I'm sure, you know, other cultures can relate, you know, I'm sure Mexican culture can relate or Hispanic cultures can relate, you know, moving up to the States, it's, uh, it's definitely a different, uh, different language. And it's, and it's, uh, it's a big, uh, language barrier, but, you know, at the same time, like, even though, you know, I've lived here for what, four years, it doesn't stop me from, I guess, living in my culture's way, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's, it doesn't stop me from, I guess, remembering my roots. You know what I mean? So it's like, even though this is my home now, it doesn't mean Hawaii is not my home anymore. So it's like, it's like that saying, right? Um, what is that saying? You know, your home is wherever you are. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whatever, wherever you're living, you know, even though it's not the home that you grew up in or you was born in, you take what you learn from your culture and you bring that with you, you know, and, and it sucks, you know, that, that, you know, English is the, English is the, the, what is that called? The primary uh, language out here in the States. But, you know, I'm, I'm learning my Samoan culture. You know, I have a teacher, you know, teaching me the, the, the language. So I'm able to speak you know, to my family members back home or, you know, other, other Samoans here up in the mainland. But, you know, I'm, I'm taking that culture, my culture with me wherever I go, because that culture in itself is my home. You know what I mean? So, you know, as long as that's in my heart, that's in my soul, 
you know, that's in everything that I do, you know, that's, I'm always going to be home no matter where I go. So learning the, learning my language, um, remembering my upbringing, you know, remembering the, 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 the family spirit, my faith, you know, remembering, taking all of that with me, I'm, I guess in a way I'm never going to leave home. So, um, I think, I think with every culture that's out there that moves wherever they need to move, right? If they do that, take their, take everything that they was brought up in their culture, their language, their, you know, the, uh, the reason why they live and all that stuff. And they take that with them wherever they go. They're always going to be home. You know, even though I'm living in Arizona, I, I think that's what kind of put my, me at ease is that even though I'm away, physically away, that doesn't mean I'm emotionally or mentally away from my home. If you guys are in the same boat as me, just remember if you did forget the language, if you did forget some of the things, you know, that you grew up in or whatever, like, you know, talk to your cousins, talk to your siblings, talk to your, your parents, you know, a simple, a simple call to your parents' home or a simple call to your siblings, um, you know, home can, you know, spark that back up and, you know, really embrace those conversations because that's what's going to, you know, that's what you're going to, you're going to take for the rest of your life is those small little moments with your family members. And when are, when times that you forget about the culture, you just remember those conversations or you remember those, those bonding moments with your, with your family members, um, be able to, you know, I guess, I don't know, come back to, you know, who you are, you know, a lot of people like to say, you know, I'm trying to find who I am. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. You know, you go, you go live your life and you try to find who you are, try to find the things that you like to do. But in reality, you already know who you are, especially in our Pacific Islander culture. You know who you are because of how, I guess, enriching our culture is, you know, back in the island, you know, Everything that our parents have taught us growing up has a significant a significance behind it. And it's really up to us to realize, have that realization of those significance in each thing, each, each, uh, each slap on the head. <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing. But each thing that was taught to us, you know, it, we have to have that realization of why and, and, why, why it was taught, why, why is be, why those things are being taught to us within our culture. Right. And so, you know, going to therapy, you know, talking to my siblings to my parents and my wife, you know, it makes, made me realize that, you know, everything that I was brought up with, everything that I've learned that I'm still learning, you know, like my language and stuff, you know, I'm taking that with me everywhere I go. And because of that, I'm always going to feel like I'm home. So yeah, take that. Take that however you want to take it. And, you know, I hope, I hope it does help you, you know, for those who are living away from, you know, their, the islands. Um, but yeah, that's kind of basically what I wanted to talk about. You know, it's not a long episode, but, you know, I, I hope, you know, some of the things that I've gone through, some of the things that I've talked about in this episode, you know, is really, you know, help you guys, you know, push through whatever challenges that you guys are going through, you know, whether or not. Uh, you being homesick or whether or not you are trying to decide whether and if if it's a good decision to stay in the mainland or to move back home you know i uh i was told 
this by uh one of my my old coaches you know that you know he's he's proud of me of where i'm at right now i told him a little bit about why i decided to stay in the mainland and you know what he told me he told me he's like there's nothing for you here don't take it the wrong way when he said there's nothing for me there that just means there's there's well at least how i took it there's just nothing more that i could do than what's already being done at home you know what i mean like i like just like what i said earlier i'm gonna go back home and struggle because of the situation there so what more can i do to help my parents than just physically being there you know physically being there emotionally being there i can emotionally be there while i'm here if that makes sense you know what i mean i can call them i could uh, uh you know facetime them that's emotionally being there just being a, a ear for them to listen to or just have small little conversations every day or whatever i could do that being away from home right if i go back home i'm putting myself in that same situation that i was from when i left I took that saying as in, in that way, you know, there's nothing for me there, you know, and some people can say like, what do you mean? There's nothing that for you there. I know my family's there. That's, that's what's there for me. Right. But they're never going to leave. Home is always going to be home. Like where my parents are, my siblings, right. Home is always going to be home. I could always come back to that. Right. They're never going to leave. You know, I took it that way. You know, some people might, might think like, oh, that's kind of a main thing to say. Like, there's nothing for me there. No, you gotta like if you took it the way that I took it. You know, it's it it kind of make it makes sense. You know what I mean? It sucks, man. It sucks not to be able to to move back home and do the things that I want to do, um, because of the situations there as far as you know living situation, right? But you know, you live and you learn, right? You you learn things, you know, throughout your life, and all you could do is you know, take what you learn and keep moving forward. And that's, that's what me and my wife are doing. You know, we're doing what we can to, to better our lives. And in return, that makes our parents even more prouder. You know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, when your parents are raising their kids, right? When they're raising you, all they want for you is to be happy. They don't, they don't, I mean, some parents, you know, probably need some parenting tips and skills or whatever, or they just don't have the philosophy behind parenting. But I can say that majority of the parents, when they raise you, the ultimate goal for them when they're raising their kid is for them to be happy in their life, for them to be able to move forward in their life and create their own family and do the same for what they did for them. That's all they want in life is their kids to be happy. You know what I mean? So whether or not them being happy staying home or them being happy moving away and them being happy playing sports, them being happy doing this specific career field, as long as they see their kids smiling, as long as they see their kid enjoying life in a good way, not enjoying life and, you know, partying up a star and blacking out, da, 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 da you know what I mean? In a good way, then I'm sure that all parents can agree that seeing their kid happy, seeing their kid strive in life, emotionally, mentally, um, even physically, that puts their heart at ease. 
that confirms to them that they've done right by their kid by doing that. So, you know, that's all a parent can ask for is seeing their kid succeed in life. Doesn't have to be financially, just succeed in happiness. Then, you know, that's all they could, they could ask for. That's all I am going to ask for in the future when I have kids. That's just, that's all I want for my kid is to be happy. No matter what they do, right? Then I know that I did my job as a parent. With that being said, you know, I know it was just me today. You know, we didn't have Kaleo here. You know, she was busy with, you know, her life stuff. But, um, you know, we still trying forward. You know what I mean? I wanted to uh, touch upon a, a little bit of this and, you know, my decision on, you know, staying in the mainland and not moving back home to Hawaii. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. You know, again, if you guys are on YouTube, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification button so that you don't miss any more episodes. If you guys are on Spotify, go ahead and rate the show, follow the podcast. And you know what? I think I honestly, I think it's on Amazon, uh, Amazon music too. So um, wherever you guys listen to your guys' podcast, subscribe, like, follow the podcast. I appreciate you guys. Oh, actually, you know what? I totally forgot. I forgot to mention in the beginning of the episode that we have a, we have a, I don't know if I should say sponsor, but we have a, a, a partner or a, a company that we are collaborating with. So this company is called Okoa Clothing or uh, Okoa Ohana on top of their social medias. So they are a clothing brand. And they are, what do you call it? Their designs are inspired by Hawaii local food. So like play lunches, spam musubi, shaved ice, uh, Hawaiian shaved ice, uh, pog juice. Like, man, they have some really good designs. So if you guys want to check them out, go ahead and check out their social medias are going to be linked down below, but I'm just going to say it right now. So if you look up on Instagram and TikTok, uh, you can find them at Okoa, O-K-O-A. Ohana, O H A N A. Um, and then their website is also Okoa Ohana Ohana. What the freak? I am messing up my words. Okoa Ohana.com. So check out their merch. You know, hey, be sure to use the. Uh, I have a discount code. Look at me, baby. I have a discount code. So at Superstar TV, uh, S U P A S T A R R TV, if you put that uh, code, at the at checkout and you get 15% off of your purchase. So you're welcome. And thank you to Okoa Ohana for uh, sponsoring this podcast and looking forward to, you know, more things that we could do together um, in this uh, collaboration. So shout out to Okoa Ohana. Uh, shout out to Kaleo, you know, my co-host. Shout out to those, uh, you guys, listeners and watchers of the podcast. So appreciate you guys thank you guys so much hope you guys enjoyed this episode what is it episode 28 and we will catch you guys on the next one yes sir <laughs>